0: missed fall enrollment? It's your time to shine at William Peace University. WPU is enrolling for the spring semester at our co-ed university in the heart of Raleigh. We offer more than 30 majors including eSports and Gaming Administration, Simulation and Game Design, and Interactive Design. Our classes are taught by full professors and our small class size means you get one-on-one instruction and immersive learning. Plus, we connect students with internships. William Peace University, your time to shine. Get started today at peace.
1: Shot in 4K ultra-high definition, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on.
2: Breaking news in Raleigh. A fire forces several people out of their rooms at a budget inn here in Raleigh. Coming up, why firefighters say that fire almost spread to the entire hotel.
1: New results from a report on lead in Durham Park show that there are dangerous levels of lead in at least five parks just ahead. The city's
3: next steps on preventing exposure. The heat returns today and by tomorrow, a chance of severe storms across most of our viewing area. I'll walk you through the timeline.
0: And awaiting an arrest, Donald Trump prepares to surrender in Fulton County, Georgia today. The process he will go through after turning himself in for charges in the 2020 election probe. A lot to tell you about on this Thursday morning. Hope you enjoyed the one day special of nice weather because (laughs) the heat's going back up. I'm Renee Chu
4: and I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, they had the debate last night, which we'll get into, but no debate. Yesterday was beautiful outside. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center with what is ahead for us. I see that severe risk.
3: Yeah, yesterday is sort of an appetizer for what's to come. You know, we're getting toward the end of August and we'll see more days like that as we get into September. But boy, the next couple of days will not feel like yesterday did tomorrow. We're looking at the potential for some severe storms across most of our viewing area, especially from the Triangle area northward. We'll kick things off today because it wouldn't be out of the question to see an isolated shower around lunchtime or into the early afternoon in our northeastern counties. You can see how that pops up around Rocky Mount, Wilson, on up toward Roanoke Rapids. Um, And then for tomorrow, we have that potential for some scattered storms, mainly in our northern counties fairly late in the day, probably going to be at 9 p.m. through midnight or so. Right now it is 71, and our dew point still feels really nice, sitting at 6. But that number is going to climb steadily during the day today, and it will feel a lot hotter and more humid during the afternoon. It's 67 in South Hill, 63 in Goldsboro, and in Southern Pines, 67 Fayetteville. So it is still feeling very nice out there this morning. But it'll be a quick climb at lunchtime, 89, and then we climb to 93 this afternoon. The heat index will make it feel more like mid 90s. We could be in triple digits for the actual temperature tomorrow, uh, definitely with a heat advisory possible. Let's check in on tropical storm Franklin. It's moving north. At at 13 miles per hour with winds at 50. It, of course, moved past the island of Hispaniola yesterday. And here's where its headed. still on the same path to be a Category 1 and then Category 2 storm by uh, late in the weekend early next week, still sitting off the coast of North Carolina. Um, no indication that this would make landfall, but it is likely to cause high rip current danger and potentially some coastal erosion. The models are beginning to pick up on another system developing in the very warm Gulf of Mexico. That is going to be one to watch, and we'll have more details on that in just a few few minutes.
4: Thanks, Elizabeth. Breaking news. We're following from overnight. A fire forced several people out of their homes at the Budget Inn in Raleigh. WRL's Brett Niece was on the scene this morning in the WRL breaking news tracker. Brett, this could have been a lot worse as you were explaining off the top.
2: Yeah, Jeff, it could have been, but fire officials tell me that a fast response kept that fire from spreading further once it got into the attic of this building. I want to get you to this video from the WRL Breaking News Tracker. Take a look at this. All the damage there was really centered around uh, the back couple of rooms in this side of the building. The fire broke out around 1 a.m. in the second to last room there, and it's a lot of damage to that room and a couple of the rooms that are next to it. But investigators are now working to learn whether or not anyone was actually in staying in that particular room where the fire broke out. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. We're going to find out from investigators whether or not they know a cause at this point. I'll stay on top of it and keep you updated. Live in Raleigh, Brittany, WRL News.
0: All new this morning, we now have the full results of the lead testing at parks in Durham. Some were found to have unsafe levels. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joins us now live from one of those parks. Kelsey, this is concerning for parents and
1: children. Renee, it certainly is. So we're at Walltown Park. This is one of two parks that tested with eight samples that were above the EPA threshold. And that means that for every one million air particles here, at least 400 of them were carbon monoxide uh, chemicals. Now, these results are coming as uh, off of a response to a Duke University student researcher who found unsafe levels at East End Park, East Durham Park and Walltown Park. East Durham Park tested with the same results, and East End, Lyon, and Northgate parks each had one sample that measured above the EPA threshold. Now that we have this information, the city is looking at steps to uh, further look at this investigation, like what uh, is the source of this lead and how we can prevent uh, future exposure. So we'll find out more about what they're going to do in the future. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Durham. We're
0: following breaking news this morning. Three people are dead and five others are hurt after deputies say someone opened fire at a biker bar. This happened in Southern California. The sheriff's office says a shooter has been killed in what they are calling an incident involving officers. Investigators say the suspect was a former law enforcement officer. They say the shooting is believed to have started as a domestic dispute between two parties at the motorcycle bar.
4: There will be a lot of attention on Fulton County, Georgia, today as former President Donald Trump prepares to be arrested. He's expected to travel from New Jersey to Georgia, where he will surrender. The charges stem from the district attorney's 2020 election probe. Here's what we know about his arrest process. Fulton County Sheriff has made it clear everyone indicted in this case will be booked and processed just like any other inmate at the jail. That means we're expecting a mugshot of Trump at some point today. And be, after being arrested, Trump will pay a $200,000 bond before being released. The former president denies any wrongdoing. He doubled down on his stance last night during a pre-recorded interview with Tucker Carlson. I got indicted four times. All trivia. Nonsense. Good tomorrow. Donald Trump now faces 91 charges across four separate indictments. He says the cases are politically motivated.
0: Meanwhile, Trump's former personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, is out of jail this morning. The former New York City mayor was fingerprinted and had his mugshot taken yesterday. He's one of several co-defendants who have surrendered so far. Giuliani was released on a $150,000 bond.
4: And from the looks of things, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows won't be able to avoid being arrested. A federal judge blocked his request yesterday, saying state proceedings continue even while Meadows awaits his hearing to move his case to federal court. Fulton County D.A. says gave, said they gave a deadline of noon tomorrow for all defendants to surrender, and so far about half of them have turned themselves in.
0: This story is developing around the clock as more defendants surrender. We will follow Trump's arrest throughout the day today. When we're not on air, you can get updates online at WRL.com or on our news app.
4: As former President Trump's interview with Tucker Carlson aired, the other eight candidates for the GOP presidential nomination were on the debate stage. The Republican rivals unified in slamming President Biden's economic agenda, but turned on each other in several fiery moments, including over abortion rights.
3: We cannot let states like California, New York and Illinois have abortions on demand.
1: Well, I'm a pro-life governor of a very pro-life state, but I am on the record and I stand behind that we should not have a
4: federal abortion ban. We cannot succeed as a country if you are working hard and you can't afford groceries, a car, or a new home. Now is not the time for on-the-job training. Candidates including former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson blasted former President Trump over his legal troubles. Trump says he will not take part in any of the GOP debates.
0: Today, we will get a better idea of the amount of crime Durham police have responded to so far this year. The police chief will present a crime report to city council today. Take a look at some of the key takeaways. The number of homicides is the same as it has been the past two years. Rapes are up 31% from the same time last year. Shootings are up 20%, but the number of people shot is down Property crime numbers are up in every category, with a large increase of motor vehicle thefts at 153 percent. City leaders say taking valuables out of your car should help lower this number of car thefts.
1: Make sure your vehicles are locked, make
4: sure your alarms are activated, and for goodness sake, make sure your valuables and particularly your weapons are not
1: left in those vehicles, uh, particularly if they're unlocked.
0: City Council will also hear the results of a Durham Police Satisfaction Survey and discuss top priorities for police.
4: Students at one Durham public school are getting a few extra days of summer vacation. The new Northern High School will not open on time. DPS says last week's storms are to blame for the delay. It will now open to students next Thursday and an open house will be held Tuesday. The school has a limited certificate of occupancy, meaning just 10 staff members are allowed inside at a time. Staff will work on Saturday to get ready. We did lose some traction due to the recent storm events on last week. Uh, We're about two days roughly out of school and also out of uh, able to finish some construction things. And so that contributed to the delays. And we just want to make sure when we're doing something that Hadn't been done in a long time here for Durham Public Schools, uh, that safety uh, is first. District says the old Northern High School was severely constrained and this new building will hold more students with room to grow.
0: Wake County is preparing to bring students back to school. Traditional calendar students start this coming Monday. For kindergartners, the week will look a little different. Kindergartners will start their week with a staggered entry. Students will be split into three groups based on their last name, and each group will come in for only one day of the week next week. Staggered entry is an opportunity for students to get comfortable with their new school. It also helps teachers know where that child stands academically and what kind of teaching personality would be best for the student emotionally.
4: Starting today, the first election with voter I.D. required here in North Carolina. Now, voters approved requiring I.D. to cast a ballot in 2018. It's been held up in the courts for the last five years until now. Only Sanford and Charlotte have elections starting today. It's the primary for their city council races. But this should help officials start preparing for any issues in future elections with bigger turnout, like next year's presidential election. North Carolina is yet again expected to be a key swing state. For more on the new voter ID rules and what to do if you don't have an ID, you can visit nccapital.com.
0: It is 441, a traumatic trip to the library for one NC State student after a man exposed himself. It wasn't the first time he's been arrested for doing this. Coming up, students question how he was able to get past security and why he keeps getting away with it.
4: Making the transition to middle school can be a big step for students and parents. We have tips for making that transition from an expert just ahead.
0: And here's a live look at Chapel Hill at Franklin Street. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will explain why today is another day to get outside when we come back.
1: From the WREL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists.
3: It's 445, and it still feels lovely out there. Our temperatures are pleasant. 66 in Wilson, 71 Durham, 67 Fayetteville, and our humidity is still nice and low. But by the time we get to the middle of the day into the afternoon, it's going to feel hot and sticky again, and boy, does it ramp up for tomorrow. I Most likely, will end up with a heat advisory for tomorrow, and our highs could be in the triple digits. Nice and quiet out there this morning. Enjoy a pleasant start as you're uh, headed out the door, and walking the dog should feel nice today, too. But it will be hotter than yesterday. Lunch time, almost 90. We'll see a high of 93. And with the return of the humidity, it will feel more like mid-90s. So a lot to talk about coming up. Of course, we have uh, potentially uh, record heat in the forecast for tomorrow and active tropics. And happening
0: right now in the WREL Live Center, a Russia court has now extended a pre-trial detention of Wall Street journalist Evan Gershkovich uh, by three months. His pre-trial detention has been extended until November 30th. It was supposed to end next week on August 30th. Gershkovich has been detained in Russia since March. He was arrested on espionage charges. He, the Wall Street Journal, and the U.S. government denied the allegations.
4: The death of the mercenary group leader who challenged Russia's military leadership has many questioning whether it was Vladimir Putin's revenge. Evgeny Prigozhin is among eight people who died in this crash yesterday. He was the chief of the Russian private mercenary group Wagner. His troops led a mutiny attempt two months ago and what was the biggest challenge to Putin's rule in 23 years. President Biden and others are suggesting Putin may have played a role in that plane crash. Witnesses say the plane suddenly dropped like a stone, a possible indication it was shot down or a bomb exploded on board.
0: Students and staff at NC State are on high alert after a man was arrested for exposing himself inside a library. Police arrested 45-year-old Courtney Mitchell. A female student says he exposed himself to her inside the D.H. Hill Library. A court record search shows he is a repeat offender who's been charged with indecent exposure eight times since 2012. The D.H. Hill Library is open 24 hours a day, but only requires student ID to enter between 10 p.m. and 7 a.m., the overnight hours. And that has some students questioning how secure the space is and whether changes need to happen.
1: Don't give the public every privilege that students have, but still keep it in a way that it's accessible.
0: WRL spoke with the legal expert about what can be done to stop repeat indecent exposure offenders. He told us by statute it is not considered a serious crime. And the most a judge can do is a 60-day sentence. NC State is telling students and staff to be aware of their surroundings and to report any suspicious activity. As the new school year gets started, teens and tweens who are moving into middle or high school are facing big adjustments. We talked with child psychologist Emily King about what parents need to know. She says mental health needs to be a priority. Be sure to talk with your teen about their school day and make time for fun. It's also important to empower kids to problem solve.
4: So it's really important for you to find the balance that works for your child when they're a rising sixth grader or at some point in middle school where you're starting to step
1: back and you're starting to let them take the lead on emailing the teacher for help if
3: they need it.
0: You can get more guidance on how to get your child ready for the school year on WREL.com.
4: There's some extreme heat expected tomorrow, and it's causing a shakeup for high school football. More than 50 schools from around the state have pushed back their kickoff times for football Friday. It is all to avoid playing in that heat. It includes plenty of games in our area as well, so stay updated on the latest kickoff times by going to high school OT com and then don't miss football Friday the longest running high school football highlight show in the state covering over 20 high school football games this Friday and every Friday night throughout the high school football season 1135 on WRAL.
0: It's such a nice reprieve from the heat and humidity yesterday. And then I have a feeling we'll pay for it Friday. Today's the in-between day, Elizabeth.
3: Yes. And that is really a good move for all those high schools to move those games back or even move them to a different day. Um, we could have one of the hottest days of the year tomorrow, which <laughs> Renee, like you said, it does just, it just seem, doesn't seem fair after such a beautiful day that we had yesterday. But more of those beautiful days coming and fewer of those very hot days. So maybe this will be the, the last super hot day that we'll see. Uh, right now, we're looking at uh, very pleasant conditions. It is 71, but our dew point's way down at 60, so that makes it feel fairly comfortable. We'll hold it most likely in the 60s for most of the morning until we get uh, closer to lunchtime, and then we'll climb on up into the 90s pretty quickly. Uh, Weather Watcher, a, th- a big thank you to uh, Luann Carteno, and uh, she sent us this beautiful sunset uh, there at Lake Gaston, just gorgeous. We would love to see your photos as well. Send them to our WREL Weather Facebook page, and we'll put those on TV. Uh, Looking around the area, the Triangle is actually the warmest spot at 71. Everybody else sitting in the 60s right now on this map. 63 Southern Pines, 62 Goldsboro, 65 Clinton, 61 in Roxboro. So still enjoying some of that uh, gorgeous weather that we had yesterday. But around town today, we'll hit 93 in Raleigh, 92 in Durham, and 93 in Fayetteville. So it will be hotter than yesterday. And you can see we start off nice and dry. The green shaded areas are where it's humid, and then this gray spot is where it's nice and dry. But watch that humidity just go... And move across our area as we get into the day and into the afternoon, and so that's going to make it feel much hotter, and that humidity will be with us. Now it looks like well into next week. This is an interesting change. We have a front. It looked like we were going to see a front that came through Saturday night and cooled us down and dropped our humidity for Sunday and Monday, and now it looks like it's going to stay pretty sticky into the beginning of the week as the kids are headed back to school. So looking at 93 today, looking at 100 Friday, and 96 on Saturday. We take a look at the heat across the country. There's an excessive heat warning for uh, a, a, not a, do- a dozen states, but so many states, a huge portion of the country and a heat advisory. All this shifts Eastern for tomorrow. We're not likely to be under an excessive heat, adv- heat warning, but a heat advisory is likely for tomorrow. A uh, Raleigh's temperature at 100, the previous record was 99, Fayetteville at 100, and the previous record uh, 100. So again, football Friday, uh, that temperature at six o'clock is still likely to be 99. So I'm hoping that they'll really put that back even if they start at 8 o'clock it'll still be in the low 90s but cooling off into the 80s by the end of those games we also have the chance of some scattered thunderstorms tomorrow evening which could cause some problems this is a look at uh, what we're seeing for friday and you can see that chance of severe storms we may see an uh, actually an isolated shower or thunderstorm for today along the i-95 corridor and in our northeastern counties Um, at any point we can see a shower or storm pop up and then we take a look at of course at friday and we have that level one risk for severe storms we do have cooler temperatures in the forecast for next week sorry back to school goes on monday but um it may stay a little bit on the sticky side
4: just the sound of how that humidity goes up (laughs) what what was that noise it sounds hot it really does it is almost time for hockey season to return to the triangle that'll cool you off tickets to catch the hurricanes at pnc arena go on sale in just a few hours still ahead everything you need to know to reserve your seats
0: and fall is coming early this year. Krispy Kreme is honoring National Dog Day with a special treat for your pup. Coming up, a donut inspired stack for your four legged friend.
4: Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout.
1: Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social
4: media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you
1: spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.